Hi, I'm Molly Weinberg, and I'm a Philly-based lifestyle influencer who gives all the deets when it comes to wellness, travel, even entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Molly Weinberg Podcast, where I chat with experts ranging from gut health specialists to fashion icons and everything in between. I want to share all the specifics to help you live your best life. I'm not sparing any details. Yep, no questions are off limits. Every week, you will walk away from each episode feeling more motivated and more informed than before. Tune in weekly to the Molly Weinberg Podcast to never miss a beat. I always struggled with having a healthy relationship with food. And at the core of that was that eating and nourishing my body oftentimes felt punitive. It oftentimes came with an unintended side effect of stomach aches, painful bloating that would distend my abdomen, acid reflux. And not only was that impacting my ability to show up and be present at meals, it was also impacting my immunity, my inflammation, my skin health. And that inspired me to really take a step back, look at my health on a more holistic lens. On this episode, I interview Kate Kim, who is the founder and CEO of Remedy, a science-backed and holistic digestive health platform. Formulated by researchers at Yale, Remedy Daily Digestive Essentials is a comprehensive chewable with clinically studied strains of probiotics, digestive enzymes, and advanced botanicals. Dangle and I take these chewables nightly before dinner. They taste so good. Imagine like a Smartie, but it's good for you. Kate and I connected a little over a year ago, and when we did, there was such synergy. She is a delight, and you'll pick up on her powerful yet poised energy very quickly. Hi, Molly. Hi. Where are you now? What town are you in? So I was in Philly and then I was in New York. um, And then I just moved out to California actually in January. I know it's wild. We're in this little like beach bungalow. I'm becoming surfers this summer. Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. Do you love it? It's been wonderful. It's been amazing. We actually got married here. So we're in, um, we're in Santa Barbara. How got married here three years ago. Because we were like, you know, it's pandemic, everyone's being a little nomadic. Why don't we try living in this place that we love so much? And we like it so much that I think we're going to stay. That's amazing. Okay, so why don't you tell us your story from being an undergrad to grad school to building a company? Yes, I would love to tell you more about that because my path has been really non-traditional. I studied journalism in my undergrad years and I thought I would want to become a reporter. I had actually interned at a international broadcast station when I was in Seoul. And that experience really illuminated that I had a passion for storytelling. And I wielded those passions to work in marketing, advertising, and brand building, working on brands like Dove, Axe, Cadillac. And I had a blast connecting consumer insights and pain points and proposing a new solution for them. I eventually started working in retail technology in New York City. And I also love that because it allowed me to marry my passion for community building and telling a story and building a narrative with using machine learning and AI technology to really push the boundaries and the expediency in which you can turn around product innovation and development and just, you know, be able to make more 
affordable solutions um, and introduce them into the market. But while I was working on AI machine learning ways to make consumer friendly products, I realized that my health was deteriorating. So I was working really hard, but I was also going to Barry's boot camp and eating sweet green kale salads for lunch. I was meditating, but at the end of the day, I didn't look healthy and I didn't feel healthy. So that's what really inspired me to drop everything, really focus on my health. I actually went to India and lived in India for a month. I backpacked throughout Europe. I even spent some time at a Buddhist Sangha in France to meditate. And that entire experience really illuminated to me that everything's connected. You need to think about your health in a more holistic way. And one of my biggest pain points when I was thinking about my personal health journey is that I always struggled with having a healthy relationship with food. And at the core of that was that eating and nourishing my body oftentimes felt punitive. It oftentimes came with an unintended side effect of stomach aches, painful bloating that would distend my abdomen, acid reflux. And not only was that impacting my ability to show up and be present at meals, it was also impacting my immunity, my inflammation, my skin health. And that inspired me to really take a step back, look at my health on a more holistic lens. I started working with a gastroenterologist along with a nutritionist and a naturopathic doctor. And it allowed me to garner the wisdom and the knowledge of these different experts to really improve my health holistically. And Remedy was really started to democratize that knowledge and um, the information that I was able to garner. The fact that you dropped everything and just went for it and backpacked and meditated and all of these really powerful things, is this the norm? Like, is your personality, something comes into your head and you go for it? Or do you linger normally with ideas? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of both because I love to, I believe in the process and I really enjoy the process, whether that's building a new strategy for a product launch, the R&D. I like to make sure that it's perfect. But of course, you know, perfection is the biggest enemy of getting things done oftentimes. So I feel like I'm constantly treading that balance. But one thing that is oftentimes, you know, both a strength and one of my weaknesses is that I can be extremely singularly focused. So when I set my mind to something, I go for it and I just get all obstacles out of the way. And that's amazing when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to launch things and push things forward. But of course, you know, there are times when that sets me back to in other areas. It's about truly living things, um, living and having things in balance. Totally. Were you in a relationship at that time or you were solo and you could really live your life however you please? I was in a relationship. I had actually just gotten engaged at the time and I had also been accepted into business school at Wharton. And so it was a strange time to drop things and, you know, pack my bags and move across the world. But I had a partner who was incredibly supportive and also um, believed that if I were to be happy in a relationship, I had to be happy with myself. And I think that a big part of that is kind of doing an excavation and understanding what 
was inside of me and who I was at my core, if you stripped away all of my contextual identities of who I am, what I did for work, you know, the clothes on my back. And so I think that that journey as scary as it was to embark on that, I think that that allowed me to show up as a better partner, a better boss, a better entrepreneur, a better sister, daughter, friend. That's so powerful, really. I know we're getting a little far from Remedy. We will get back to this, but I'm just curious. Maybe what's one life lesson or huge takeaway that you experienced during your travels? I think that one big takeaway was that I was worthy of taking up space. And I was someone that was worth getting to know, regardless of you know, where I went to school or what I was doing for a living or how I dress. I think that it's really easy to get wrapped wrapped up in that. And I think that especially in that point in my life, so much of my identity was tied up with my job and what I did for work. And I think that it was really important to me as I was about to become a student and not have an income for two years as I was about to get married and become someone's wife. I think it was really important for me to reground myself and understand, well, without all of those things, am I still someone that that is worth getting to know? And I think the kindness of strangers that I met along my journey and my travels really helped highlight that for me, that I was someone that added value to a conversation, a room, to a community. Yeah, to echo that, one of the very first episodes I had on this podcast was an interview with a life coach who I actually went to school with and I've known since I was like 14 or 15. And she has such a wonderful outlook on life. Mm -hmm. And to touch on something you've just said, she always will preach happiness can't be dependent on people or things. You have to be happy with yourself in order to achieve true happiness. Mm -hmm. So I think you hit the nail on the head with that. It's true. And I think that that's why self-care has almost become a voodoo term. And it's kind of become like woo-woo or selfish. But I actually like to reframe self-care as if you fill up your own cup, if you put your oxygen mask on first, that's what allows you to show up for your community. That's what allows you to have space in your heart, in your mind, in your day to be able to bring yourself to help others. A hundred percent. What are some ways that you love partaking in self-care? Oh man, I was just talking about this with my team the other day that self-care is what you need in that moment. And sometimes it is what you imagine self-care to look like, which is a warm bath and reading a book, doing a yoga session, meditating twice a day. But oftentimes self-care can manifest itself in different ways, like binge watching a show on Netflix or having a cookie or two or going and take getting takeout. And I think that the important thing is to take the shame or guilt away from those things that help you recharge. And I think another thing that has become especially pertinent to me, especially as I became a mother this past year, is that self-care can also look like resting, sitting on the couch, like letting your mind wander and explore where that takes you. So I think reframing, I did nothing today as I actually 
allowed myself to be and be present and relax, I think is also incredibly valuable. Mm-hmm. I like that people are now getting away from the work, work, work mindset and taking into consideration resting and having true balance, not just in personal life, but in work life too. Especially this past year, I feel like when we had all this extra time because we weren't commuting, we didn't have friction time between meetings. We were like, what do we do with all this extra time? And I think that a lot of us go-getters were like, well, we need to learn how to be a world-class speaker, or we need to have an incredibly fit body. Like we should be working Mm -hmm. out more, no more excuses. And I think that, you know, that we also saw a whiplash effect of realizing to ourselves that it's not always about quantifying success or progress in those types of metrics. Yeah. Burnout is real and scary and should be avoided at all costs. Exactly. Exactly. As far as remedy goes, let's talk about the actual chewable. What's in this thing? Yeah. um, Remedy is a comprehensive chewable that has clinically studied strains of probiotics, prebiotics, digestive enzymes, and advanced botanicals. So when we set out to create Remedy, we essentially wanted to create a multivitamin for one of your largest organs and systems in your body, your gut and your digestive system. And similarly to a multivitamin that you would take for your overall health, we identified some of the biggest outages and gaps in people's digestive health and your gut health. And so we identified a few different ways to do that. In terms of probiotics, we know how important they are to help populate and repopulate your gut with healthy bacteria and flora. So we created a blend that is proprietary to us that is consisting of actually clinically studied strains of probiotics that regulate GI function, GI motility, help improve immunity and heart health. In addition to that, we also have the same amount of lactase as lactate. We have the same amount of alpha-galactosidases as phenom. And these are two digestive enzymes that really boost your natural levels of digestive enzymes in your body so that you can properly break down milk sugars, dairy products, complex fibers, and carbs. So if you're someone who loves cruciferous veggies or superfoods like kale, but you felt like you you have a stomach ache after, like this would be an incredible product for you. If you're one of the 70% of Americans who struggle with properly digesting dairy products, this is a great product for you because dairy is hidden in a lot of foods, like in the form of butter or cheese or milk. Definitely. I have learned over the past like five, six months, I don't have enough or as many digestive enzymes as one should. So I really do need a digestive aid and remedy for me has been extremely helpful. I think on our very first call, I was explaining, you know, in two th- from 2017 to 18, I gained so much weight and I just was going through a really hard time with food and my, he- my dad had passed away. And for me, like food was my coping mm-hmm. mechanism with like my emotions. And I wasn't even paying attention to how horrible I was feeling because of what I was digesting. I was just thinking like, I'm just sad. So this is how I feel. And then fast forward, I was able to really compartmentalize. Okay. No, like I am sad because of this great loss, but at the same time, I shouldn't be worsening my body and my overall health. And again, from what you were saying at the beginning, everything is holistic. Everything is connected. It's really incredible. So remedy was able to, to aid me in this whole process. And I'm extremely grateful I'm for it. I'm so thrilled to help hear that it was helpful to you, Molly. I think that 
you know, the thing about your realization that something incredibly sad and tragic in the form of the loss of your father, and then being able to recognize that you were using food as an emotional crutch, I think is an incredibly valuable revelation because it's one that most people partake in, but they, they may not realize. And then it also sets up this really terrible, um, harmful, vicious cycle where you're eating foods that give you comfort that tend to be a little bit more indulgent that you probably need a little bit more assistance in breaking down and processing properly. But if you don't have that, it actually can make you feel even worse. So it, it, it is this like chain reaction. And I think that it's important to take micro steps to help break that cycle, because that's when you realize, oh, I can actually have power to feel better. And I, I do have the power to make healthy and good decisions that set off a course of making even better decisions. Totally. Do you recommend this product for people who don't feel any bloat or any digestive issues that they recognize? I do because it's a multivitamin essentially. Um, I think that even if you're not struggling with bloating per se, I think that your body may be more sluggish, for instance, because it's using so much of its energy to break down these foods that are difficult to digest. And so I think that difficulties or inefficiencies in digestion can manifest themselves in different ways. And I think that it's not always gas, it's not always bloating. And I think that all bodies could use a little bit of assistance so that it's getting the maximum ROI for the nutrients that you're ingesting, like you don't want your body to get a piece of kale and say, I don't even know what to do with this and pass it straight to your straight uh, small intestines. And then, you know, you basically don't get the nutritional value of that piece of kale that you could have gotten. Mm -hmm. Spot on. What's your background? (laughs) Did you go to school for nutrition? How are you so knowledgeable on this subject? I have always been uh, a huge fan of just gathering knowledge and talking to experts, picking their brains. I've taken nutrition courses, but I haven't gotten a formal degree. I think that, you know, that's something that I would love to pursue at a different time. But I think that my knowledge comes from just doing my own research and really relying on our science advisory board. We have researchers from Yale, UCSF, we have an incredible naturopathic doctor on our science team that are leading the charge on our formulations on how we should be educating our customers about these products and these ingredients and and the pain points that they're experiencing and how they can really make themselves feel better. And I think that as the person who is repackaging their wisdom and expertise into something that's more consumer friendly. I've picked up a lot of the knowledge myself. What's the timeline looking like? You had this revelation that you needed to fill the void of this type of product to going to these scientists to then building the actual chewable to bringing it to market. Yeah, it was about a two year process. And it was a two years of very intensive R&D, product formulation, beta testing, pilot testing. But I think that when I first came to business school, I realized that there was a real need for this because it wasn't just me that was struggling with what we were getting served at a meeting or a class lunch. It's actually 61% of Americans who struggle with really similar GI issues of acid reflux, gas, constipation, um, you name it. And I think that 
the fact that there wasn't a go-to solution that people could turn to that was proactive, that was preventative, that was really getting to the root causes of these issues rather than just putting a bandaid on top made me think that there was a real opportunity here. So when we did a competitive analysis, we learned that the solutions that people had been introduced to were the gas sex or Beano's or the lab kids of the world that work, but unfortunately, because of the way that perhaps they were packaged or the marketing was conducted, um, they didn't feel any brand affinity. They didn't feel that that was a brand that really spoke to them or understood their pain points. And so it was about not only creating a formulation that was truly comprehensive, um, that was user friendly, which is why this product is a chewable. Um, we also wanted to make sure that the branding and the look and feel the tone of voice was something that people felt aha, like this, this is a brand that really understands me. Mm -hmm. It is so chic. I actually had a note because I wanted to compliment you. I think it is so cute and so chic and I'm like proud to carry it in my handbag because I take it out and I'm like, yeah, look at this little jar. It's so cute. And I have the metal like uh, the travel case. tin. Yes, yes. Yes. It's so good for when we actually go on a real trip one of these days. Thank you but, so um, much. Yeah, it's insane because that was branding work that I did with a really talented designer. I'm going to give him a shout, shout out here. His name is Leo Gonzalez. And Leo and I had worked together in a previous life and we came together to bring remedy to life. It was just a little bean in my brain. And with his partnership, we were able to make it into what you see out in the world today. It's incredible working and collaborating with a true partner who can, who can do these things and bring these things to life. How did you come up with the name? Remedy was a word that I was using a lot in my daily life. Oh, you know, this is my go-to remedy, or like, this is my holistic remedy, or this is my science fact remedy. And I was using that word to describe a lot of different tools in my toolkit that I had cultivated over time. And what I liked about remedy was that you could really take this and apply it to any category of health or any pain point. And I think that being able to have an umbrella name like that, that didn't just segment us into just one pain point was was pretty important when we th thought about the trajectory and the growth of the company. Totally makes sense. Why don't we talk about the actual process that happens once you take the chewable? So you recommend taking it 15 to 20 minutes before your meal, correct? Yeah. And it can really be as like close to the meal time as right before. And the reason you take it right before is because Molly, we've been talking a lot about digestive enzymes and your body's natural levels of enzymes. Essentially, what happens when you take remedy is that you're boosting your levels of enzymes in your body so that you're preparing your digestive system to be able to fully break down and absorb the nutrients from the meal that you're about to eat. And so you don't want to take it too far in advance because then those enzymes won't have anything to work on, which is why the closer that you can take it to your meal, great. So when you take a remedy, there are things that happen immediately and then down the road long-term. So the probiotics, the prebiotics, that is more like the long-term gain, which can take up to two weeks for you to see the benefits. And those benefits are GI regularity. I know that a lot of women especially struggle with constipation and the like. And so this will make you just more regular, which is perfect because that's you don't want to be holding anything that your body doesn't need, right? Like you want to flush that stuff out. Definitely. And then on a more immediate basis, the digestive enzymes and remedy will actually 
help break down any kind of dairy products that might be hidden in your food overtly or covertly. Um, you'll also be able to digest big leafy greens, cruciferous vegetables, as well as carbohydrates. So imagine a composition of your standard meal, especially one of your larger meals will probably have maybe a salad with cheese sprinkled on top. And maybe you'll be eating a protein that had was cooked in butter. Or, you know, if you think about what is really in the meal that's in front of you, the digestive enzymes that are in remedy will help you break down those foods and ensure that you're actually being able to digest them and get the nutri nutritional value from them, rather than your body getting overwhelmed and saying, I don't know what to do with this. I don't have the proper tools to break these things down. So I'm just gonna like kind of eject them out of your body, which is why you oftentimes have to like run to the restroom after having a difficult to digest meal. Hmm. How many times is too much a day to be having remedy? Oh man, I take it before every meal. And that's partially because I was really designing this product out of my personal pain point. I know many remedy users who take it before every meal, but I also know that that's not the reality for everyone. And I know that adherence is also one of the main barriers to people taking any kind of supplements or even pharmaceuticals. So we just recommend that you take it before your largest meal, you know, the meal that you want the most benefit out of. And I think that that's been a helpful guideline. And what we've also seen is that the more benefits that you experience firsthand, the more likely you are to stay more adherent and be encouraged to keep up with it more regularly and consistently. I'm just thinking about here, is it okay to take, let's say at noon, and you're going to have lunch at 1215, and then you're going to have your other vitamins mid meal, because maybe you're taking vitamin B and vitamin A and a magnesium and a vitamin C, but you want to take them with your food. Is that going to harm the absorption of those vitamins because the enzymes are going to latch onto them? Or if anything, it's a benefit. Yeah, I think it's a benefit because then the function of the digestive enzymes will allow you to break down those foods faster, which means that these, uh, these vitamins will be able to be absorbed into your body faster as well. Good to know. <laughs> Why does it taste so good? Oh man, why? So the reason we decided to make this into a trouble is because I am personally terrible at taking pills. And when we were conducting our consumer insight interviews, and we interviewed hundreds of people, we learned that most people have a difficulty swallowing pills. And if anything, because most things come in a pill format, they don't want to add yet another pill to their regimen. And so we decided to make this into a chewable to encourage you to want to take this product, to look forward to taking this product. And we were able to make it taste so good because of the organic like beets and strawberries and blueberry powders that we have added into the flavor profile. And I think that, you know, when we were doing our research, most people were like, sure, like I would love to have a more novel flavor. But I think that this is a flavor profile that I could take on a consistent basis and really look forward to every time. I'm sure you've heard this before, but my husband swears that these are candy and they taste like Smarties. 
every time we have yes. dinner. He's like, can I have a smarty? I'm like, you have to start calling it by its real name. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm so honored that he's taking it consistently. Um, Smarties, Flintstones vitamins, like these are all mm-hmm. reference points that we gave our manufacturer when we were formulating this product. I think that Flintstones vitamins were something that I and you know our team was really gravitating towards we had a nostalgia factor because we were, you know, we would look forward to them as kids to take them. So, you know, that makes me really happy to hear that we were able to get pretty close to that. Yes. Goal achieved. What's the youngest and oldest for those that can consume remedy? So we had people who give remedy to kids as young as four. Um, my nephew included, he loves remedy. And I think remedy was one of his first words. Um, and then, um, you know, in terms of, it was really cute. I have, I have a a few recordings of him saying like remedy and asking for it. Um, and we have some incredible statistics for benefits of remedy for kids specifically when it comes to our strains of probiotics. So the amount of, of immunity claims and heart health claims that we can make specifically for children because of our strains of probiotics are pretty impressive. And then in terms of how old, I mean, we say that remedy should be taken by anyone who has a gut. So you can basically take it as long as you're in healthy function. And, you know, if there are any concerns that you have about adding a supplement, of course, you should speak with your physician, but truly approach this as a multivitamin. I've learned that antibiotics can really mess up a gut just because I don't actually know why I don't want to try and say this incorrectly, but it attacks the gut in different ways. And so you have a loss or deterioration maybe of your biotics probe. What's, what's the right term here? Yes. If you think about the function of antibiotics, they're eradicating bacteria and typically bad, bad bacteria, but antibiotics aren't intelligent enough to identify what the bad or good bacteria is. So it basically just wipes out whatever is in its path. And if you think about your microbiome flora, when you take an antibiotic, it's basically just wiping all that away and flushing it all down your drain. And so I think one really interesting question that my naturopathic doctor would ask me when I first started working with them was, did you take a lot of antibiotics when you were little? And the answer was yes. I mean, I think that when we start thinking about our health composition and our microbiome footprints, you know, more and more research is coming out to show you that kids who were born vaginally versus cesarean, um, kids who were breastfed versus not, I think that that's all kind of, you know, contributing to what our microbiome flora makeup looks like even as adults. So when we think about antibiotic use, and especially, you know, over the course of the last five, 10 years, we had doctors prescribing antibiotics, but not really thinking about, okay, after your course is done, what happens next? Like, are we doing anything to try to replenish your gut flora? Because that's so important in your ability to digest foods and have, you know, GI motility, and also be able to like rebuild your immunity in a lot of ways. Um, So I think that taking a probiotic is important because of that. And I think that especially after a round of antibiotics or after you've kind of had this revelation that you have had a lot of antibiotics in your past, I think it's really important to try to do what you can to replenish your gut in different ways. Mm -hmm. I try my best to avoid antibiotics because I'm just, I'm nervous of the long-term effects. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that even as an adult, I was one of those people who would get strep once, maybe even twice in a winter season. Mm. And after every time I would have to go on a round of antibiotics. And I just remember thinking that before the education really came out on antibiotics, I would just see that as like a really easy way to make myself feel better. But of course, like you said, Molly, it comes with unintended consequences. Definitely. For those who are really intrigued right now, where can they actually go and buy Remedy? Remedy is available on our website, remedy.com. We also just launched on Amazon and it has been doing incredibly well there. And you just search for Remedy. You should be able to find it right away. It's spelled R-M-D-Y. We're also rolling out into select CVS stores in the next couple of months, which is very exciting. So exciting. It's so exciting. One thing that really excited us about CVS as a retail partner is that they actually have third party lab testing called tested to be trusted. And I, I personally didn't know this as a consumer, but now I'll be shopping at CVS so much more frequently, because now I know that they go the extra mile to get third party lab testing done for all of their supplements to ensure that they're exactly what they say they are. So We just passed that lab testing with flying colors, which is really exciting when we think about, you know, the added credibility and trust that we can, we can build into our product and brand. Wow. That's incredible. Is it in specific markets or it's sprinkled all across the country? It's in the Northeast, um, primarily in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, but we're really excited about the potential of rolling out nationwide. Yeah. What are you thinking for the brand as a whole? Do you think there's going to be a second product down the line? Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually working on a second product now, which will be launching in the next six months or so. Um, we have wow. our third, fourth and fifth products currently being formulated, which is very exciting. Oh my goodness. And we're really excited to dive into this category of digestive health further and further, because I think that there's a lot of conversations and work to be done to normalize this category of health that impacts us on a daily basis, multiple times a day. So Mm -hmm. we're doing our role and our part to make sure that this is a category of health that you're aware that you should be taking care of and making it easier for you to do so. What I think personally sets Remedy apart is not just the cute branding and chic containers, but the fact that this really covers you in all different foods. Mm -hmm. So I think people have the perception that like, oh, I don't need a digestive aid because I'm not gluten-free or I'm not lactose intolerant, but this isn't just those two categories. If anything, this is allowing your body to really absorb all of the nutrients from everything you're eating. So when you do have some pretty intense kale salads or you know, rough broccoli, cabbage, whatever it is, you're actually gaining the goodness from these, you know, vegetables, produce, whatever it may be. Exactly. And I think that framing up remedy as a proactive solution is the best way to think about it. So instead of just masking a symptom or taking something in a reactive format, really thinking about taking care of your gut and, you know, doing what you can to support it so that it can best support you continually. Totally. So how do you consider the brand to stick out among the competition? I think it's the marriage between clinically backed, science-backed ingredients with the more uncharted botanicals that you've heard of thousands of years of anecdotal research, but haven't seen 
perhaps like a clinical study done on ginger or peppermint or fennel, for instance. But I think that at the end of the day, it's the marriage of clinically studied strains of probiotics, the lactases, the alpha galactosidases of the world that have decades of research behind them to show that they, you know, rebalance your gut, they improve your immunity, they fight bloating and prevent stomach discomfort, along with having ginger, fennel, uh, peppermint um, that you've heard people using and incorporating into their daily lives as a, a tea, for instance. And I think that it's that gamut that we, uh, that we range in. Um, I think it's the incorporation of East meets West. And I think it's the, the more holistic yet science backed approach that we approach this pain point that really sets us apart. Mm -hmm. Unpopular opinion, I'm sure by many, and people are very forthcoming when I say things they don't agree with. So I'm sure I'll get some DMS, but I, the more I'm learning, the more I'm recognizing how Western medicine really treats symptoms mm -hmm. instead of the original problem and is much more reactive than proactive. So the more holistic, the more Eastern medicine, the more ritualistic, whatever you want to call it, the better for me, the more remedies, the better. And I think that that's, you know, the philosophy that we're also trying to embrace. It's this idea that hopefully one day you won't have to turn to an antacid because you are taking remedy or you're not taking remedy, but you're more mindful of the food choices that you're making that can help alleviate any issues that you could potentially have. So I think it's all about education and it's about breaking the confines of a one product so that you can illuminate to users how they can eat more intuitively, how they might be feeling after certain meals. So I think that we're doing what we can to help educate users to make more healthful choices, whether that involves our product or not. So I completely hear you on trying to be more proactive, preventative. I ask everyone who comes on the pod, what's a recent product that you have found, discovered, bought, whatever you want to call it, that you just love? doesn't have to be in the health category whatsoever. can be anything. Oh, good question. I have a few that I'm absolutely obsessed with right now. So I think Rishi Teas is a tea company out of Wisconsin that's certified kosher, organic. It finds the best tea um, farms all over the world. And they have like 30 different varieties of green teas. And I am absolutely obsessed with their matcha sencha blend. Um, I'll send you a link to it, Molly, so yeah, that we please. can give them a shout out. But they're from my home state of Wisconsin and they're just, you know, beautifully packaged, beautifully presented because there is truly a, a origin, a history, a ritual when it comes to teas. And as someone who doesn't drink any coffee, that's been, you know, my world and my exploration of a palate to, to really indulge in. The second is Camelback water like vessels. So I'm absolutely obsessed with my Camelback water bottle. I use this thing every day when it's in the dishwasher. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I, how am I going to hydrate today? So I think that they make just incredible products are high functioning. They're very well engineered and like, you know, you can feel good about using them. When did you find this water bottle? recently? Um, when I was pregnant. So I was, you know, like you drink water, like when you can find it, but I needed to make it 
a fun thing for me and then like easily accessible. And I'm a major klutz. So I needed to make sure that like, there was no way that I could spill an entire water bottle, like all over my computer. And so I love this straw spout and, you know, you can just drink from it and it's very accident proof. That's amazing. I need to check that out. Also for the matcha, if you happen to visit one of your CVS stores in Rhode Island, specifically in Providence, there's a matcha store cafe called Ceremony. It is incredible. Ooh. 10 I out of 10 recommend. Out. How do you know about this matcha store? We went to Providence. So we got married May 2020, COVID style. And we just had our reception one month ago, June <gasps> 6th or 7th. I'm actually forgetting. It was just a party. Congratulations, Molly. Thank you so much. Long story short, but we have a friend and they launched this Airbnb style hotel in Providence. Mm -hmm. And for the wedding gift, they were like, we want to, you know, treat you and your husband to a stay at our Airbnb hotel experience. So we're like, okay. So that was like our trip right after, even though we'd already been married for a year, whatever. We went to Brown's campus because neither of us had seen it, but we both have a friend who went there and wanted to just explore that area. Walking up and down the street, I see this really cool store, all glass, and I see like a matcha sign. And I love I love coffee, but I also just love matcha. Walked in and was like, whoa, just so clean, pristine, welcoming. Mm-hmm. Everything was aesthetically pleasing. I was in heaven and the matcha was so legit. They had like 30 different canisters, all from different origins. Ooh. I'm getting really passionate about this. Right <laughs> on my alley. I am a matcha fiend. I am a huge, huge, huge matcha fanatic. I've done like Ooh. matcha ceremonies, like tea yes. meditations. And so I'm like a huge, huge, huge matcha fan. They have a back room where you could have a matcha ceremony or like a private tasting. Mm. So if I you and the team that. go, maybe like a bonding event and they, there's a CVS, I'm not even exaggerating, 20 feet from the store because when I went, I had a cold and I went to buy tissues and it was CVS and it was next to the matcha <laughs> store. So yeah, you guys should go. Oh my God. I love that. We tell, we definitely will. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so I'll happy. I'll tell them you sent me. <laughs> Woohoo. Okay. So tell us how people can follow Remedy on social so they can learn more. Yes, you can follow us on social. Our Instagram handle is RemedyCo, R-M-D-Y-C-O. We'd love to hear from you. We have lots of health tips, incredibly relevant memes. Our team does a really great, a really great roundup. We have recipes. We showcase our super fans. We also have an entire story link called testimonials, which are real users who share their remedy experience, which I think is incredibly valuable. I think there's a lot of paper mm-hmm. play in this space. And I think hearing from authentic, genuine, you know, real users is probably one of the best ways you can share your social proof. So please check us out. We'd love to see you. We'd love to hear from you. Is there anything else that you would want to share? No, I thought you did the, you did a terrific job. Such a pleasure. And you asked really thoughtful, really pertinent questions that I've been wanting to address for a long time. So thank you so much for allowing me to have a platform and a space to do that. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. Seriously. Thank you, Molly. Talk to you soon. You too. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with your friends, family, loved ones, really anyone who you think would gain value from this episode. And if you're feeling up for it, please subscribe, rate, and review. It means so, so much.